in 2020, you know, retailers did so well in the market because frankly, a lot of consumers were buying goods. They were buying things left and right. And also because, you know, they had a lot of stimulus checks, people were putting everything on credit cards, shit, people were taking out home equities from their loan from their houses just to buy things. And then now, fast forward two and a half years, and we're looking at consumers having, you know, like the hardest time in the like since the like the last ten years or since the two thousand eight market crash. And frankly to me, you know, one of the biggest industries that I'm looking at that is definitely, I wouldn't say going under, but taking considerable pullback would be big retail. And they're definitely in trouble for various reasons. But, you know, what's, what strikes me as funny is that if you're to look at Amazon during the pandemic, they flew about 70%. They grew 70%, about $470 billion during the pandemic. And that pushed them above that $1 trillion market cap briefly. Compare that to Walmart, Back in 2019, their sales were up about 9%, which at the time was very good for a big retailer. And that pushed them just under $600 billion. Like I said before, people are spending money left and right. And that's good for CPI. It means that, hey, people are spending more money. It's boosting productivity. It's boosting profit and sales for companies. And these big retailers, they love that. And then fast forward now, a lot of these big retailers are having considerable layoffs because now that COVID's basically come to a close, a lot of people aren't spending money anymore, and including myself. I mean, I still spend money, but I'm not seeing a big retailers. You know, we're looking at Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Costco. You know, a lot of these companies are actually starting to lay off uh, a lot of people. And right now during the holiday seasons, they usually do hire seasonal workers you know, for like for the holidays. But right now, mainly a lot of these big retailers are letting go a percentage of staff that is going to hurt their workforce. However, for the long run, it's going to prove beneficial. So, you know, for example, Amazon, they announced that they're going to be laying off 10,000 of their corporate and tech jobs. And they announced this like less than a week ago. And Walmart announced they were slashing 12,000 jobs. Bed Bath & Beyond, crazy enough, they announced they were going to be laying off about 20% of their staff. And then Shopify announced they were laying off about 10% of their staff. Now, it's easy for these companies. Well, I, sh I shouldn't say easy, but you know, when it comes to decision-making, you know, these public companies, which this is the whole trend I'm seeing here, a lot of these companies making these considerable layoffs are all public companies for the most part. And when they make these huge cuts, basically, you know, their board of directors get together and they make these votes. Go, hey, you know, we need to reduce costs or we need to reduce uh, work staff because we're not making as much money as we used to, like during COVID. Cool, let's lay off uh, 3% of the workforce. That doesn't sound like a lot, but for example, I believe 2.8% of Amazon's workforce equated to about 10,000 corporate tech jobs. And yeah, I could be mistaken, but that is what I read online. And just, you know, in the last year or so, I was reading that the top 25 global retailers lost about $846 billion in cumulative value, just under a trillion dollars in cumulative value. That's absolutely insane. And that's just the retail market. We're not talking about other industries like, you know, uh, big tech, energy, for example. We're just talking global retailers here. So you can imagine how much the market has sold off in just the last year alone and it's just it's hard for the average person to wrap their mind around but it's something that's worth looking into and now we're seeing that a lot of these big retailers are starting to leverage what i mean by that is amazon they have in, they're increasing their membership costs to 139 dollars 20 dollar increase which is about 14 percent and they're increasing their um plus membership from or sorry that's amazon 
And then Costco is increasing their membership from $45 to $50, which is a 10% increase. And they're increasing their plus membership, which is already $100, to $110, which is a 10% increase. Now, that sounds like a lot of money. And to some people, it is. But when you look at inflation, inflation was 8.2% of what they told us, you know, a month or two ago. And they say now it's 7.7%. I don't believe that personally. I feel like it's adjusted for something a lot higher, closer to 10%, but they're trying to sugarcoat the fact that the economy is worse off than what it was prior to COVID, but no one really wants to address it exactly. And everything now is just more expensive. These retailers now are in a very tight spot. And think about the surplus of product that they have, you know, in all their buildings and all their warehouses that they can't sell. Because during COVID, when everyone was rampant buying stuff, you know, left and right, all these retailers were just ordering product and product and product as much as they could, you know, to basically um, allow for all these consumers to have what they wanted. Now that the market has started to cool off, consumers are purchasing less. That means now there's just a surplus of products. So now they're trying to get rid of it. They're offering heavy discounts like Target, Walmart, offering heavy discounts on products. And it's crazy to see, but like I mentioned before, you know, the market goes up until it doesn't anymore. And frankly, everything's just more expensive now, you know, including, um, you know, gas, utilities, you know, mortgage rates are higher than they were two and a half years ago. Now it's at one point it was 7.3% for a 30-year fixed mortgage. Two years ago, I saw around 3%. So that's a pretty significant increase, you know, and the, for example, the National Retail Federation, they said the retail sales would grow between six and eight percent, which is just under five trillion dollars in 2022. Now, it's hard to say if that's actually going to happen. And the National Federal Re- National Retail Federation, you know, they're pretty trustworthy. However, it's hard to say that, you know, this number is, I guess you would say speculative based off of, you know, um, what some analyst put together, but I mean, I'll believe what I see when I actually see it because right now during the holiday seasons, you know, usually this is a very big time for retailers and commerce companies. Um, I'm not seeing that many sales being made, so it's kind of hard to say if these big retailers are actually going to have as much um, productivity, you know, in sales as is projected. As the National Retail Federation stated as well, that November and December sales would yield just under one trillion dollars alone. Which, if they can do that, that would be great, you know, because it would boost productivity and sales, and it would probably help their stock price out a little bit. And it would definitely help the CPI, which CPI Consumer Price Index, it measures the average change over time in prices paid by consumers for the market basket of consumer goods and services. This includes utility, food you know, fuel prices and all that stuff. And um, when CPI comes out, it usually affects the market in a very good or a very bad way. So it would be really interesting to see, you know, especially not this quarter, fourth quarter, but after the holidays next year, Q1 of 2023, how these big retailers are going to fare, you know, from the beginning of 2023 to the end of 2023, given that past the holidays, you know, fast forward past then, Um, how essentially they're going to operate and how productive they'll be in sales because everything past the holidays, I wouldn't expect that they would be making much business in a sense because people wouldn't be shopping as much. There's not much incentive in my opinion. And, you know, that's just my personal opinion. But moving forward, you know, would I be investing in big retailers right now? I would say no, but yes. And I say that in the reason of 
no to certain retailers and yes to other retailers. For example, those who have had heavy layoffs, I would not invest in, but those who did not have heavy layoffs, I would invest in. You know, for example, I've never really been a fan of Walmart, although they're one of the top retailers globally. Um, I would highly consider investing in Costco. They were able to stay consistent and basically, um, you know, I would, in my personal opinion, above par during COVID. They did very well during COVID. And I don't think they took much of a sell-off, especially year-to-date. They've pretty much held their own. Um, if you look at other large retailers like Home Depot, it is a home improvement you know, uh, company with 500,000 employees. And I was reading online that they you know, were looking at 2.8% workforce reduction. And uh, that's, that's pretty considerate. If you look at how many employees they employ, a 2.8% reduction that's a lot of employees. So would I be investing in these big retailers right now? No to the ones that have been laying off a considerable amount, but yes to the other ones, in my opinion, are going to be around for a long time and can basically hold their own as being sturdy in this type of market. For example, Home Depot right now, I went to Home Depot about a week ago and I didn't see anybody in the store. It was just workers. And to me, that shows that right now, no one's really investing towards home improvement because now times are tougher. People are getting laid off. People, your purchasing power of the dollar isn't as much as it was two and a half years ago due to inflation. You know, mortgage rates have gone higher. So with mortgage rates going up, people aren't going to be spending that much money on home improvements. These are all things to consider, you know, when you look at home improvement and mortgage rates and the whole inflation aspect. So Costco would probably be my best bet, Home Depot. It's hard to say right now. I'd probably hold off on that one, but definitely Costco. It's it's in my opinion, it is a um, a very sturdy company. I do not see it going around. It has a lot of lot more opportunity than it currently stands, and they're constantly building more stores. As for the other large retailers, Target, Walmart, you know, for example, I don't see them going out of business, but I definitely see them slowing down considerably. As we've seen with their stock prices as well, um, a lot of them have started to miss. Um, what do you call it? Earning expectations, which led to very heavy sell-offs. And if we're looking in the grand, you know, the grand view of all these global retailers, the top ones losing a cumulative just about, you know, shy of $850 billion, that is nerve-wracking. Do you want to invest in those companies? And to me, it shows that these retail companies are in a lot of trouble because with the more product that they have on standby. It's not being sold and it's you know basically becoming worthless if they can't sell it and it's taking up a lot more space that they have to keep paying to basically hold in a warehouse or wherever. So it'll be really interesting to see how in the next year where these big retailers stand and you know where these small retailers are going to be if they don't go out of business. But you know, all in all, the large retailers, Amazon, Home Depot, Target, Walmart. I don't see them going out of business, but I see them taking a considerable uh, slowdown in terms or a pullback in terms of productivity and sales. And that's only natural because of after COVID, no one's really spending that much money as they were during COVID. So that's that's where this whole entire point lies as big retail is in trouble and uh, no one wants to address it, but it has to be heard because retail makes up a huge, huge, huge amount of the market. And it's it's very much calculated when it comes to uh you know consumer goods and services so we get a really good measure on that and when no one's spending money that hurts the market it's decreasing productivity so 
Hope you guys enjoyed the video. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and talk to you guys next time. Take care.